Hello, and welcome to episode 27 of Light and the Dark, an unofficial Star Wars podcast about one man's hyperspace journey through the entirety of Star Wars canon, hopefully within the span of one year. I'm your host, planning to crack a joke that someone should make a Z-Wing, only to Google it and find out it's already been mentioned in the fiction, Dan McGillan. Wow, what a week we have to talk about uh, uh, this week. Um, uh, where to start? So I guess, obviously, the, the things I need to talk about this week. Um, we have the project update, of course. Um, we also have, of course, I'll, I'll get into more detail on progress this week. And, and then we have a segment that I'm going to call Choose Your Destiny is a Confusing Mess. And you'll see why when we get there. So first up, uh, as far as project progress, um, we now stand at 49 items remaining in canon. Um, 18 of those items have not been released yet. 17 of them are comics, and one is a TV episode. Um, as far as things that are coming out this week, specifically there is one item coming out this week, and that is the last episode of uh, Season 2 of The Mandalorian. So we finally get, uh, hopefully, a conclusion to the current story arc. Um, and as usual, the less I said about that, probably the better, but that leaves us, uh, with 31 items currently out and available to work. Um, and it's been an interesting week for that. So we stand at six video games, eight audiobooks. Yes, you heard me right. The number actually went up and that's despite me actually getting through one of them this week, uh, and 16 books. And then of course the one Oculus Quest VR game. So, so here's what happened there. Um, we had some interesting things happen with, with what was going on. Um, first of all, star Wars adventures, 2020 issue number four, uh, got moved to next year. So it's not in the current list of things that'll be out by the end of the year. Uh, for that's, so that's one thing that got dropped off the, off the list of things coming soon. Uh, and obviously if I, depending on the timing of when I finish things, it, it may or may, may not drop back into the list of things that have to be done to, to, uh, to be done with canon. The second thing, though, uh, was the Rise of Skywalker graphic novel adaption, because that also was scheduled to come out uh, by the end of the year and will not be coming out until sometime in 2021. So uh, there's two items right there that disappeared out of the project completely for the for the time being. Um, obviously, I will read them eventually. Um, it's just a question of whether or not uh, I get to current before they come out or not. Uh, and then we have... A confusing situation. Um, we have uh, how to explain. Essentially, what we have is a an additional six items got added to Choose Your Destiny, and we'll get into more about that in a bit, um, and and what those mean and how they work. Um, so we'll come back to that in the last segment today. So this week, um, Disney had its, I guess, annual or semi-annual or something like that investor conference, and they made a boatload of announcements. And I won't get into all of them because not all of them are Star Wars related, but um, if, like me, you happen to be a big fan of, uh, I don't know, Disney, Pixar, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, any of those things... Yeah, the sheer amount of content that's coming for those things, particularly the Marvel Universe, and it's it's uh, many, many TV series that are going to be coming to Disney+. Plus. Um, it was a good week for announcements, certainly. Um, and in particular, I, I completely off topic, of course, but I, I do want to mention um, the uh, tr- latest trailer for WandaVision. 
So from the previous trailer a couple months ago, I was excited and interested to see what the end result was. Uh, this latest trailer, though, uh, the wife and I sat down and watched it, and the immediate reaction after it was over was, wow, that looks super interesting. And I believe those were her words, not mine, um, which is, she's usually not quite so uh, enthusiastic. I mean, she definitely does enjoy the MCU stuff and, and, and has enjoyed some of the Star Wars things and whatever. She is she's a big fan of, you know, action movies with guns and explosions. So, so you know, nothing too surprising that, that the MCU stuff does, does work for her. But uh, that was definitely a very uh, ringing endorsement of the concept, of, at least of what they showed us. And I still have no concept of what's actually going to happen during this series. So uh, definitely if you're at all interested in the MCU and haven't seen the trailer for the new, newest trailer for WandaVision, go, go check that out. It's, it's absolutely worth it. Uh, but the other thing that came out was just a ton of, of Star Wars announcements, and specifically, 10 different TV series. Yeah, 10 of them. So, all of these are exclusive to Disney+. Plus. Um, a great number of them had not been previously shared or mentioned. Um, and I just want to run down the list here real quick. Uh, of course, the third season of The Mandalorian. Um, you know, we kind of figured it'd probably be back. And then two spinoff shows from that, actually. First one of those being uh, a series of following Ahsoka Tano. Um, so there's a great deal of hope in me that, that that series, based on what we know of where things have gone, where we are in the timeline, um, there's a great deal of hope to me that we find out more about what happened to Thrawn, what happened to Ezra Bridger at the end of Star Wars Rebels. Because um, that's not, at this point uh, at least, has not been clearly defined. All we know is that Ahsoka and Sabine were, were looking for them. That's kind of where things were left. So the fact that this is out there and there's going to be a series, that's really exciting. Um, the other item uh, is actually a series called Rangers of the New Republic, and that is a another spinoff of The Mandalorian. So that gives us you know three contemporaneous series that exist in, in Star Wars canon that take place during the same period of time. And it has been said that there will be crossover between the three of them. Now, here's I uh, I think I mentioned earlier, that, of course, the the MCU, um, and and I am a big fan of the MCU. Although the timing of a lot of that uh, did not work well with where I was uh, with the kids. So we definitely uh, have made an effort over the years to go see all the films as they air. And when the kids were very young, we caught the first several seasons of. We got the first several seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, live as it was airing, or not really live, but, you know, recorded on the DVR or whatever, back when we actually had a cable package, which is weird to think about now. Um, but so we were watching that. Uh, the problem was that uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was not shy about some pretty graphic and pretty violent scenes. And once we reached the point that the kids were old enough that they were able to follow that and understand what was going on at all, um, obviously that show was no longer a thing we could watch when they were awake. And so indeed at the time, because we were not also getting much sleep, uh, we sort of let it fall by the wayside. So, uh, if memory serves me correctly, we, we ended up stopping agents of shield sometime in the middle of, or possibly near the end of the second season of agents of shield. Um, we haven't seen the agent Carter series. Uh, and more importantly, the 
various set of Netflix series. We haven't watched those yet, um, and despite an interest in doing so, but everything I've read and seen about them says, okay, these are pretty intense. So it becomes a thing that at the time that they were coming out and brand new on Netflix, it's like, okay, we have to watch this when the kids are in bed, and we don't have much time when the kids are in bed and we're awake. So it was not at the time a thing that I could really do, even though, I, as I said, you know, I'm a big fan of the MCU. I really like what they've done. I think even if you just take the movies by themselves, what they've accomplished there with the shared continuity has been amazing. And I, and I know if people have said the crossovers between Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., particularly after those first few seasons, and the crossovers between uh, the various Netflix series are not as significant. Um, but still, uh, those various Netflix series, from everything I've heard and read, and been, you know, I don't know much about the storyline because I've deliberately avoided information about those various MCU series that were on Netflix. But everything that I that I've heard indicates that those series all take place in a certain order. They include some crossing over. They include a fair amount of integration and and going back and forth between things. So this is not a thing that hasn't been done before. So knowing that they have these three different Star Wars series that they're looking to make, um, I fully expect that the the end result of that is going to be something of, of some pretty good quality. I think there's going to be those connections and references forward and backward and then the direct crossovers as well. So I think it's going to be a really exciting thing. So you know, right there you've got Mandalorian, Rangers of the New Republic, and the Ahsoka series. Awesome. We also have uh, confirmation that the Obi-Wan Kenobi series is happening, and uh, so that is going to be a thing. Um, Hayden Christensen actually coming back as Darth Vader, so that's also really cool. Um, we've got a Cassian Andor series, which is pretty exciting. A series of short films called Star Wars Visions. Uh, we've got a series called The Acolyte. Which is uh, that one's an interesting one in that it, hit, it, it, it takes place in the High Republic era, which is not one that any material has been released from yet. Um, that's the one that uh, back in August or September, the first several pieces of content were supposed to come out, and all of that's been delayed into 2021 because of COVID and all of that. So um, it's interesting to see, like, okay, hey, so they're doing you know comics, they're doing books, they're doing junior novels on all of those wonderful things, and then on top of that. They're also going to be doing this series. So I think I think uh, this is a really interesting opportunity because the High Republic era, you've got the, the Jedi are a thing. They exist. There are a lot of them. Um, and they're potentially not at war in the way that they are in the uh, prequel trilogy. So it gets you ability to see a different view of, uh, of the Republic and a different view of the Jedi. Um, it doesn't step all over the toes of other things that are happening. I think the one thing that they could do that would be a pretty big mistake would be to actually uh, have uh, a lot of things that happen in that time period have relevance or reference to things that happen later because of the, the some uh, 200 years or whatever that take place uh, between the, the high Republic era and the beginning of the prequel trilogy. Um, there's not really people alive, right? Or except, you know, of course Yoda, so there's not a need for that to have a ton of uh, links and references forward into things that haven't happened yet. I understand that they're that, you know they might do something with the Sith and pull that concept in, and who was the Sith of that time, and kind of start to link up that to who ultimately you know uh, Palpatine and and his his master before he killed him, and all of that. All of that's very possible. They could do. Um, 
but hopefully given that amount of time, uh, they won't go that far with uh, trying to make huge links between it, which gives them a nice wide open playground where they can do things that are Star Wars and not have to worry nearly so much about what happens and how it affects other things, which I think could be a very, a very good place for them to be able to have this uh, this playground. And also the fact that they're, they can do all that stuff and still, so they have a wide open uh, place to work from. But not only that, they've got a bunch of different things coming out in that area. So they can do that collaboration and cross-pollination and, and all of that wonderful integration that, that they do with stuff and have they have less material to, to fight around and work around. So I think that could be very exciting. And then, of course, we have the uh, Bad Batch series coming to the Disney+, Plus, which we've already previously heard announced. Uh, there is a Lando Carizian series coming. There is a Rogue Squadron series coming. There is a uh, something called A Droid Story coming. Um, and we have also heard that there will be a Taika Waititi Star Wars movie coming. So, I mean, that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. So, I don't know. I, I, I see this announcement, and I know, particularly with the stuff that surrounds uh, Mandalorian, with the same people being involved, I think there's some real opportunity there for some great stuff. I just, I really feel like Star Wars is in good hands right now, and they're going to be continuing to put out good stuff. And, you know, with, with the way the current Star Wars TV has been going, so, you you know, we had, when Disney Plus launched a year ago, and it's hard to believe it's been a year, but it has, it's been a whole year, um, you know, Mandalorian came out one the first season, episode at a time, and then, and then we had a big long gap, and then in, I think it was May or June, we had um, the final season of Clone Wars, which it had been a while since Clone Wars had ended. So the fact that they came back and did another season was sort of a, a surprise. Um, and then we've had to wait again with a big long gap up until uh, you know Mandalorian season two came out. So I know with these ten series coming, there's no way they're releasing like a season of each of those ten in the next year. In fact, I'm pretty sure some of them have dates set in the future, not this this year, but. With this happening, um, I think what we're going to see is uh, something that I, I look forward to, which is there's going to be Star Wars content, new stuff, even if they dribble it out like they have been. And I un totally understand the approach to that. Um, I, I am a big fan of being able to binge things. I like doing that on Netflix. But on the other hand, the ability to have this serial experience, um, as long as you can avoid having yourself get spoiled uh, by the internet and your friends, um, I think having that serial experience where you get an episode and then you have to wait a week, that has some value. And I know uh, the reasons that it's being done, though, are, are not for that value so much. I think I think the, the reasons for that are probably pretty purely financial. Uh, Disney's going, well, if I, if I spread out the episodes of Mandalorian over two months, they have to definitely subscribe to Disney Plus for two months. Well, with, with all of these recent announcements... Um, and tied into that, uh, of course, being an a increase in the cost of Disney+. Plus. Uh, thankfully, I got in on the ground floor and did a three-year uh, subscription back back when it first came out. So I'm good for another two years. But uh, the fact that, you know, they've got this and they're, they're, they're do taking the same approach Netflix does, it has been. And saying, okay, we're going we're gonna to raise the price, but we're going to have a lot of stuff that you can only find here. We're going to use the money from this to make our own stuff. Um, and I think... As much as I, as much as it frustrates me to see all these various individual packages going up in cost, I think 
if the result of it is stuff that I want to watch, I don't care as much. Particularly, I mean, if there's three or four Star Wars series coming out a year with episodes that are an hour long and there's eight or so episodes in a season, I don't know, none of this is confirmed. This is just me spitballing some numbers here, right? That's 32 hours or so of, of TV a year. Um, I, for, for those, for seasons of series of that quality, uh, I don't feel as bad paying for it. Um, I think, I think that definitely it's, it's critical that Disney do a good job of actually doing good stuff with this and, and not just phone it in. Um, but given the people that are doing the things that are happening right now and the success they're seeing, um, Disney knows they have a kind of a cash cow on their hands with Star Wars, at least as relates to, to series like this. I know there's some contention or disagreement about whether the last movies were successful. And, and you know, financially, obviously, yeah, yes, the last Star Wars movie was not as fiscally successful as it could have been. But it still made money, right? It was still a va- very expensive, very well, it was also very expensive, but it was very... Uh, it brought them lots of money, just not as money as much much, much money as they wanted. Um, but knowing that, knowing that the TV series have had such you know universal or near nearly universal critical claim, that fans and non fans alike have enjoyed them, I have to think that that they know that what's making those work is not that it's Star Wars; it's that it's Star Wars and that it's also really good. Um, and that's my hope. Uh, Obviously, with the direction on all of these different things, you, you just cannot have this much stuff in development and have the same people doing everything. I think the best you can hope for is that the overarching story group people are heavily involved like they have been, uh, and they they do their job to ensure that everything fits together and works. Um, and I think as long as you do that and you hire good people, it doesn't matter who who does what series. I think there's a lot of room, as Mandalorian itself has proved, there's a lot of room for stories that have a very different tone, a very different uh, story to tell, following different types of characters, different times in canon. Um, and, and with these announcements, we see all these different times in canon represented, certainly. Um, so uh, certainly the time between Episode 3 and Episode 4 for the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series... Um, of course, several in the time uh, immediately following episode six in the five or five years or so after that um, with Mandalorian and its two spinoffs. I mean, you've got the Cassian Andor series, which would likely be uh, since given what happens to Cassian Andor at the end of, of uh, Rogue One. Uh, this would be pre episode four, but towards the end of, of that time between episodes three and four, um, there's just a lot of different times and then, then you know 200 years ago <laughs> with the uh the one taking place during the high republic era there's just a lot of of coverage of the timeline uh so i mean it's it's important that they be careful but i also think that they have room to work in those spaces they have room to tell stories in those spaces and if if what they did with uh the defenders uh series on netflix where you have all these individual stories about the different members and then, uh, you know, the team-up series as well. And multiple seasons of each and interweaving storylines. If you can do all that uh, successfully um, in Star Wars, I, I, I think there's there's a lot of possibility there. And there's stuff coming out potentially for a very long time to keep us all very, very entertained. So I, I see nothing but good news in this announcement. Um, yeah, 
that's that's kind of where I am with that. So, so then we get to progress this week, um, and this was an interesting week. Um, where to start? I guess I guess well, let's just run through the things I actually finished. So this was a fairly slim week again, um, and in some ways I actually made negative progress, uh, but we'll get to that. So first up is, this week was the Choose Your Destiny, a pod racer mission, uh, Amazon Alexa thing in the Choose Your De- Destiny Alexa skill, um, a short, kind of a short story, uh, choose your own adventure kind of tale. Uh, like the other ones that I've done, uh, pretty good. Um, interesting. Obviously, it's a different way of telling a story in that you're you're living through the, that as that person. You're making decisions as that person. Um, and I will say, having done this last one, uh, I definitely feel like I'm starting to get a sense of how to answer, uh, particularly with these mini-missions. I'm getting a sense of how I'm supposed to answer the various challenges to get to the correct answer. Um, in fact, to the point uh, that with this particular one, the pod racer mission, uh, I actually sat down w- with Violet, my daughter, and had her make all the decisions. And she actually managed to, on her first guess, make it through the first, I want to say, eight decisions uh, with the correct answer that got you farther in the story. And the way the, the way these are structured, they only have one good ending. So there are, are basically, anytime there's a choice, that will branch to other choices. But usually within a choice or two of that, uh, you'll hit dead ends for all of the different bad endings. So there's a lot of bad endings and only one good ending. And she got something like eight choices in t- out of, like, I think 12? Uh, she got eight choices in before she made her first mistake, just by picking what she thought was the right thing to do. And she was approaching it with the the ethics and morality of a seven-year-old. Um, so from a, from a what is the purest good thing I could possibly do in this situation? At least that's that's how I perceive what she was doing. At least it seems to be what, what the answers she was coming up with uh, seemed to be. She didn't indicate that was specifically her intention, but um, it definitely seems to be what what is the case. Next up, we have uh, Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 7. Uh, yet another incredible episode. Not going to talk about it. We will move forward from there. Uh, we've got uh, several junior re- readers' novels. In fact, five of them this week. So that totally reaches the total of seven items that I finished. Um, the first one is The Last Jedi Cobalt Squadron. Uh, then we have Star Wars The Last Jedi, a junior novel, which actually has additional scenes that aren't in the film. Even though it's a junior novel, it does still have extra content. Um, we have Spark of the Resistance, Pirate's Price, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, a junior novel. And with that, that is the end of all the junior novels. Everything else I have left to read is all adult novels for the rest of the time. So I finished seven things this week. My problem is um, I didn't really make forward progress, if you think about it, because I've added a bunch of things to canon that I have to read. Um, so let me. So this, is, this is where things get kind of weird. So I had an understanding of how the Choose Your Destiny series worked, um, based on what Wikipedia said, based on the lists in Wikipedia, Wiki, excuse me, Wookie, Wikipedia, um, based on the list of canon media, based on the information I could find, um, and ends up the information I had was completely and utterly wrong. 
So I had to make some serious adjustments this week. So let me start with uh, what I do know and understand to be true, and then I will give you the little bit of this that I'm uncertain of. So the Choose Your Destiny series is a series of choose-your-own-adventure stories. The vast majority of them are audio stories available only through an Amazon Alexa skill. So there are 14 stories total. Ten of them are only available on Alexa. Four of them are available as printed books. I had already previously read the printed book versions, of, well, the Kindle version of the printed book versions, but you get the idea. And I had mapped through and found the one good ending and how to get to the good ending and read that version of the story because it's the canonical version of the story, right? So, so those four had been taken care of. Uh, I did not know there were 10 in the app. So this is where things get confusing. Uh, first up, if you, anyone who has an Amazon Alexa can download this, this skill. And if you do, it comes with one story that is a Han and Chewie adventure. Now, I didn't look at this too clear carefully, and I had saved that one for later because it was one of the longer ones, supposedly. Uh, I didn't realize that it was literally a retelling of the Han and Chewie actual book one. Now, having said that, it still does technically count as a distinct, unique item. And here's why I'm saying that. It's not just an audiobook version of that. Because if you actually look at them side by side, and I have, not all the way through, but the first few choices, um, they're telling the same story. They're telling the same story in largely the same words, but not exactly the same. So what I would was finding is that changes were made to the audiobook version. Some of it was abridgments, so certainly seems to be shorter in what it describes. Some of it was changing the order of things in the story. So not, not, not the order that things happen, but the actual, at least not so far as I've been, but the order of the phrases and, and sentences in, in the story is different. Um, and some things that are described in the book are not described in the audio version and vice versa. Like they, they, they go to different, different lengths to describe things in a way that works better with that, with that audio medium. So th that's the first one out of 10. Right, is the one that comes with it for free. Then there is a purchasable version or purchasable purchasable DLC for it. And for $8, you can get an additional long story, which happens to be the Luke and Leia adventure, which yes, again, same as the same as the original book version, but with substantial changes, at least as far as the order of wording and and whatever, um, as far as I've been at least. And then two shorter stories. So what I had missed and not understood um, was I had thought that there were six stories aside from uh, the... No, no, that's not right. I thought there had been... There were four stories aside from uh, the, the ones that were in a physical paper book. And that is, I believe, when I pulled from Wikipedia most recently, that is what I had seen. Um, going back now, I can see very clearly there are these other ones in there. And I don't know if I just glossed over them or if someone finally finished documenting it and realized, hey, there's these other stories that you're missing. Uh, but in the, and, and, and in fact, the way I got to this was searching for the series in general and the page for that on Wikipedia shows, oh, there's actually a total of 14 different things, 10, 10 audio versions and four regular versions. So for $8, you can get this additional long form story, which is, again, just a retelling of a different long, uh, different one of the books, and then two short form stories. Um, I had thought 
previously, before I got into it and was trying to, to listen to everything recently, I had thought those two extra stories, the the Han and Leia, Han and Leia, no, Luke and Leia and Han and Chewie adventures, each of those were the other two. But it came to find out, oh, it's not. Those are not the ones that I had written down. I had two completely different titles written down for the two I didn't have. Uh, and so, as it turns out, there are some that you have to get via the Amazon, uh, what's now called Amazon Kids Plus. It used to be called Free Time. Uh, so here's so here's here's where things get weird. So so I had got the original skill, get the one book. Got the DLC, get the one book plus the two shorter stories. That gets me to four out of ten of the of the audio versions. Okay, so where are the other six? Well, if you sign up for Amazon Kids Plus, the other six appear in the app. And the thing is, that's not well documented in the in the page for the app. It's not documented in the Alexa skill very well. And if you look at the information on Wikipedia, Wikipedia seems to indicate that the only way to get any of this stuff is is via the uh, <laughs> via the Kids Plus subscription which I have proven to not be true. You can get at least four of them not having it. What I am not clear about at this point, because of the order in which I did everything, because uh, I did go ahead and sign up, I, they had a really nice special on Kids Plus where you could get it for three months for $3. So it's like, all right, that'll give me enough time to get through this and we can finish it. I'm not planning to continue subscribing, but we'll see. Um, maybe that the kids are, are enjoying some of the stuff on their tablets they can do, so maybe. Um, I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, neither here nor there. So... Getting that subscription adds those additional six stories, two of which, again, are full-length novels, and then the other four are the short stories. So that brings us to six short stories. I only knew about four of them and only had access to two. And and it turns out the, the two that I thought were those other short stories were actually the long ones, and then there's, there's actually all four of the longer ones have an audio version. So what I'm not clear about at this point is if you were to go in and download the, the Amazon Alexa skill, and you were to get a Amazon Kids Plus, and that's it. I am not sure if you do that, if you will have all 10 stories in your library. My suspicion is that you will not. My suspicion is that you will have uh, seven of them, all but the three that are included in the, the purchasable DLC. And that would be, then you'd have to purchase those. But I don't I don't actually know that. I don't have an easy way of checking it because um, I you know, my account works the way it works now, and I have no way of seeing, having already purchased the DLC, if I hadn't purchased it, what would I have? So certainly, if you're hearing this and actually have Amazon Kids Plus and haven't done anything with this skill yet, could you, could you, I would love to hear, like, if you go listen to it, see what, see, have it, ask it, you know, what are the names of all the, of all the stories that are available? And it should be able to let you say, do you want a long one or do you want a short one? And you say, oh, I'd like a long one. And then it lists the first one. It's like, do you want a list of that one? And you're like, no. And it's like, well, do you want a list of that one? No. What about this one? No. And et cetera, et cetera. And count those up and then do the same thing with the short ones and see what you come to. Um, that was actually the only way I could even tell once I had Kids Plus that it, that I even had these other stories available because I did the same that same process before Kids Plus and it only described... The two long ones, the two short ones, and that was it. But as soon as Kids Plus was turned on, went back into the into the skill, and immediately they were all there with no with no fanfare, no explanation, just they're there. Um, so that's the thing. Uh, and all that to say, <laughs> so I did not have any of the uh, four uh, any of the four 
stories uh, that are I have already read, but the audio versions of them, and, and like I said, I they are different enough. I think it's going to tell the same story. My hope is that if I can use the path, uh, obviously the path I have has page numbers written down for each of these because I've charted a, a best path through all these stories. And I actually, I, I need to make a note here. I should really post that as a blog post uh, with a listing of all the different paths through all of these stories because I think if you're trying to get the canonical version without spending two hours poking around at the different possible paths, if you just want a straightforward, this is what you read and you get the right answer. Um, you know, spoilers, of course, but I mean, I can, I can, I have all that written down. So anyway, uh, if you do that, I think uh, my my hope is that that these are the same or enough the same that if I can go look at the actual book side by side with listening to it, I can see what the options are and the options should line up and I should be able to figure out which option to pick all the way through and it should get me to the one good version of each story in the same uh, same path as in the, as in the main one. So that's that's what I plan to do to get those four done, but then again, uh, on top of those, there there were then the other two I didn't even know about that were short stories. So uh, that's where things get weird. So I had a certain number of items left. I gained an episode of Mandalorian that needed to be done, which I did. So that's the thing with this week is that I had a situation that I expected it to go one way, and it, and it kind of went the other. So. I gained an additional item that's available to go through through the episode of The Mandalorian that was released, which I, I you know, did watch. So it does count as forward movement, but, but it doesn't change the count, right? And then, you know, I read uh, one of the audio skill stories and then five junior readers books. So that's six items. And then I promptly added uh, six brand new audio stories to the list. So the net result is it looks like I didn't actually accomplish anything, at least as far as the accounts go, uh, other than the, the, the number of things that exist went up by the same amount of things that I did, but that's okay. Um, it's a thing and I am glad I have mostly figured it out. I am, like I said, very curious to know if, uh, if you have Amazon kids plus, if you need to buy those other three stories or if they're included. Um, and I, like I said, my suspicion is that you probably have to still buy those three. Um, which is, I mean, not a terrible thing. So if you have this the service, you get seven stories for free. And if you really like it and you work through them all and you want more, there's a, there's another three you can get for eight bucks. Um, and, you know, considering you'd pay about that much just for one of those choose-your-own-adventure-style books, at least on a Kindle format, and then you get two additional little stories with it, it's not a bad deal. Um, I just think it's a little silly that it's that it seems to be that complicated. And obviously complicated enough that it confused people on Wikipedia to where that hasn't been correct or up to date for some time. Uh, and then suddenly now it is. Um, I would love to know when that changed. I haven't dug into that at all to see because I just I'm trying to actually focus on content. Uh, but definitely it did, I'm, I'm would be very surprised to see that I that I had, had not. You know, it would surprise me very much if I had missed all those things that did not exist before on my list. Cause like I said, there were six stories that just weren't on my list. And I would think going through, even though they are put in the right part in Canon, I, I don't know why they would show up, not show up, you know, when I was going through the list uh, and double checking it against mine. So my suspicion is somebody figured all that stuff out, filled it out a little bit more in detail and, uh, updated the, the, 
Wikipedia since I did my last true up a month or two ago. So yeah, that's where we are this week. Um, things continue to happen. I'm continuing to read. I will say having gotten into the adult novels now, and particularly the one I'm reading right now is, uh, another more military style story, which are not my favorite. So it's a little bit hard for me to focus on it long enough to, uh, figure things out and get, get, get through it. I am, I mean, I'm following the story. It just, it just sort of drags on a little bit more than I'd like. And it's a little bit harder to go, okay, I'm going to sit down and read 250 pages or 300 pages today. Um, when, when it's these pages specifically, um, but I'm continuing through, uh, things continue to happen. Um, and I think uh, we have a lot of really great Star Wars to look forward to in the next couple years. So that's exciting. Um, and with that, I think that's where I'm going to leave it today. Um, thank you for spending time with me. And uh, hope it was enjoyable for you. And I uh, hope you join me on the next episode of Light and the Dark. Bye. Bye.